Good evening, Silector. Good evening. You know, we still say good evening after, um, who is it that used to say that? Was it Sari? Good evening. Good evening. Was that, what was no, Arsenal's manager's name? The guy who came from PSG? Unai Emery. Unai Emery, that was it. Yeah. Good evening. <laughs> good evening. How are you doing, Mr. Sir? I'm not bad. How are you? Um, I'm all right. Uh, I, well, I mean, I'll be totally honest. I've just watched a pretty dismal display by the team that I support. Um, yeah, it wasn't good, was it? No, so in that respect, things could be better for me. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I actually think that's a really good place to start because I've got a couple of questions I wanted to ask you in regards to United. Yeah, hit me. What's the what's the plan for Donny van der Beek? Um, well, because, yeah, because, you know he's your he was your marquee signing. He has hardly played. Mm. He doesn't look like he fits the system with the players that you already have. Mm. So I, I almost feel like you signed him to stop others from signing him. Well. You said a really interesting term there, which was system. And I think the problem with United generally is that we don't really have a system. So I I really thought about it and thought we actually ruin players. It's really interesting how when a player first joins Man United, they look really good and then they blend in. Like even in the game I watched earlier, I thought Bruno Fernandes was bad and he was our one hope. And it it's drew me to that conclusion that we have no identity and players come in and look good because they play their own game. And when they conform to our... It's really funny. We don't have any out-and-out right-wingers, but we still play very conservative. So, <laughs> so, do you think that it's time for a change at the top? Because, because like, Edward Woods... Edward gets a battering from United fans, and quite rightly so, you know, he's not done a great job. Mm. I feel like Solskjaer maybe gets away with it a little bit. Um, I, I know we obviously had that good run, you know, for, for a small period of time. Um, mm. And I feel like that, you know, that might have saved him a little bit. You know, you had a good result against Leipzig and PSG, but are they just masking over the cracks? Is it something that, really needs to be sorted out now and, you know, strike while the iron's hot with someone like Potch. Yeah, I, you know what, I think so, because uh, with all due respect, Edward would get a battering for the players we sign. Um, but when you actually think about it, none of the players we've signed are bad players. Um, this is probably the first summer transfer window where we're actually unhappy with not getting a player we wanted. Yes, we pay loads of money per players, but we can afford to. Like we wanted Pogba and got Pogba. We wanted a defender, we got um Maguire. Even before that, no one was really unhappy with Eric Bay and Lindelof. 
they became bad signings but at the time they weren't bad signings so the problem yeah. isn't signing players the problem is um the team essentially the the problem is uh what's well, not the team but like the tactics and the the identity that we don't have so yeah i so, think you're right i think that the change needs to come from management i think it comes it comes across as although that the the um Manager is having a detrimental effect on anything that is positive, mm. um, but the problem is, is some of these some of these results that you that you claw out, and I kind of use that term loosely because you did beat Leipzig five 0 is is creating a a camouflage on the situation almost. Even then, though, like when we do win games, which we seem to rarely do at the moment, it's more testament to the players that play than to the manager. Um, like even in games this season where we've brought in, say, Juan Mata and he's looked good, he's probably looked good not because he's deployed in a particular tactical space, but because he's trying to make a good impression because he hasn't got many games under his belt of recent. So it's more... Yeah, kudos to the player, not to the tactics or to the management. Um, yeah, even that RB Leipzig game. I mean, Rashford had a great game. Greenwood got his goal and, you know, players played well. But I don't think Solskjaer should take as much plaudits as he did. The best way I can describe United is stagnant. Yeah. There's no, there's no progress. There's no ambition almost, which is kind of crazy when you think that, you know, United were the epitome of ambition mm. a few years back. There never there doesn't seem to be that almost that idea of of what they want to do, how they want to do it. Yeah. Um it's crazy. I literally of all the games I watch in other teams in the Premier League, everyone else, even the teams near the bottom, seem to have some sort of desire or identity. Even teams that are losing week in, week out seem to actually Sheffield United are more entertaining to watch than Manchester United at the moment they seem to have a desire they may not be good enough but they try whereas Man United are weird because they are good enough but the desire doesn't seem to be there we pass yeah. the ball sideways for ages no one's making a killer pass no one's making killer runs it's um yeah it's pretty peak man like the game today I sort of I watched a little bit here and there and the It, there was there was pressure but there was there was almost this pressure without ever realising that you were going to score yeah I mean we had all the possession but like only two shots on target in the whole game yeah like I never had the, I never had belief that you were going to score mm. um, which is kind of a damning indictment because of the players that you had out there. Yeah. Um, and no disrespect to Istanbul Bashakshir, which is a great name. Yeah, Martin, it sounds like Martin Bashir, doesn't it? Remember Martin Bashir? I do remember Martin yeah. Bashir. <laughs> um, it was actually really nice on one hand to see Demba Bar and to see Raphael doing their thing. What, what was the deal with the defending first goal, by the way? Um, 
I actually missed the first goal, if I'm completely honest. But I'm assuming but, it was bad. I mean, it was non-existent. Demba Bar, I mean, Demba Bar was the furthest player at the pitch and he was still 10 yards inside his area, inside his um, half. Oh, and he did a similar thing to what he did against Liverpool. Don't talk, we don't talk about that. <laughs> Any excuse to bring that up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't, quite understand the where you go from here without changing manager I don't feel like it's a knee-jerk reaction anymore I think Solskjaer's been in charge for two years now yeah um, 100 games and he is not formed any identity like you were saying mm-hmm. um, they're not going forward um I can't understand it. Chelsea have a penalty, by the way. I know, I just saw that. I've got it on a small screen in front of me. Yeah. Um, second penalty of the game. Even even this, even it makes it me... Is it, has it not been given? No, it's a red card. Oh, come on. What, Two that? yellow. That's so unlucky. What is it? Mm. Hit him in the chest, bounced up and hit his arm. Yeah. And he's been given a second yellow for that. Yeah, dodge, dodge Oh, but that's yeah, unbelievable. I mean, do you think you'll win the Europa League? Nah, I don't want to. The thing is, like... I think you'll go through. I still think you'll go through because, I mean, I can't see you finishing below Leipzig. Um, I mean, Leipzig was semi-finalists last year. PSG were finalists. So we we. Essentially, based on the record of last season, we have the group of death. But we've beaten the two best teams somehow. I don't know how. Um, But I don't want us to have a good Champions League run because it means nothing will change. It's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) Um, There's been a goal in the Leipzig game as well. I'm just waiting for it to flash up. Um, On the other hand, sorry, just because I'm getting a bit... um, upset talking about Man United and to be fair on this is going to make me also upset on the other hand Diego Jota Dan oh unbelievable what unbelievable that's secretly signing of the season like it's 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 one of them it's the complete opposite to United yeah in the sense of I was ex- so I was excited about the Jota signing. I think you know Premier League experience. Um, Leipzig have equalised against PSG, by the way. Um, it's the Premier League experience. He looked dangerous. He scored eighteen goals for Wolves mm-hmm. last season. Um, young, quick, or reasonably quick, um, and and hard working. And I think hard, that hard working is such a big thing in this Klopp system. So it was always, you know, I was always excited to see what was going on. And plus the money that we spent on him. And I think that was the big one for me. I think that was the one thing that I personally was worried about. But 41 million was going to be a a little bit steep for someone that effectively was going to sit on the bench. Um, I know Bobby's, Bobby Firmino has been having his sort of off moments sort of since the restart, really. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I, I still thought that he would, you know, he would come good and Jota would sit on the bench and, and be the guy to come on and, you know, just be a better option than what we've got. I would I I didn't foresee this as excited as I was. I did not foresee him well doing as well as he's done. It's like, gone. It's he is like you said, where players come to you and there's no identity and so they lose themselves. It's almost like Jota's fitting perfectly into the system mm. and it's just making him a a better player. He's getting so many chances. He's got the confidence to put them away. I mean, I don't know if you watched the game yesterday, but the, the first goal was unbelievable. Yeah, great you know, balance. I mean, they were all really good goals. They were all really good goals. And it creates a confidence in the side. And it's a headache for Klopp. I know he sort of said it wasn't and, and whatnot, but an informed jotter surely has to start against Manchester City away. Mm. And if he does, who are you? I mean, you've got to drop Firmino, surely. So I don't think you can play all four of them against City. I think that's too attacking, especially at the Etihad. But coming fresh off a hat-trick, I think you've got to. And Atalanta away was supposed to be the sticking point. Yeah, again, judging it on last year's competition, Atalanta should be a good team. They were like, what, the, the second best performing Italian team or the best performing Italian team in last season's Champions League? I think so. I know that in the league, they scored 98 goals last season, which is, you know, we kept a clean sheet against them in, you know, with a, with a young lad at, you know, a centre-back yesterday who done really well, by the way, Reese Williams. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a real interesting development to see how it goes on. I still think we need to sign a centre-back in January. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's really exciting. And I, and I think the game on Sunday is going to be huge. What is the game on Sunday, sorry? Is that you against Man City? Yeah. Oh, what a game that is. That's juicy. Although in saying that, Man City, I don't think they they won yesterday in the Champions League, but it's hard to say if they've really turned it on yet. I mean, the, I was looking at the Premier League table uh, at the weekend, which was really disappointing because obviously Man United are in the bottom half, down in 15th. But also it surprised me to see that, you know, the team that we still think might win the league are also technically bottom half or, you know, mid-table, however you look at 10th in Man City. Um, so yeah they haven't really started the season as well as they normally do as well Man City. it's been a weird start though hasn't it it has been a weird start I mean it's Liverpool are back to the top Leicester and Tottenham are up there so it's returned to some normality you know at one point Aston Villa and Everton looked like they were going to be in a two horse title race <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of them where I think not having fans is a major <sighs> big factor yeah, it's a major deficit for some teams and some players. I think you'll find that a lot of players, they thrive so much off having that atmosphere that they are not able to perform to their high standards. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is, is it's so early that one game changes everything. If City beat Liverpool, it, you know what I mean? They close the gap massively. Mm. 
And so, kind of speaking, kind of bringing it to the Premier League. I know it's um, the weekend seems so far behind us now, but I think one of the standout games um, was a team I just aforementioned that were at the top of the league that managed to somehow batter Liverpool only a matter of weeks ago um, in a four-three. Uh, it's sort of a seven-goal thriller, but it wasn't really because it wasn't like close. <laughs> you know what I mean? Southampton took the lead and kept the lead and looked like they had just yeah blown Villa out the park before Villa posed a, a little comeback that didn't really come to anything. Yeah. <laughs> the the game itself could never see it going that way but I don't think you can I, don't, I almost don't feel like you can judge and predict anymore there's so many unpredictable things that have happened that it's difficult to almost be shocked well I guess that leaves after that game uh, Southampton are the most informed team in the league now they lost their first two games of the season but they've undefeated in the last five Four of those they've won. Um, James Ward-Prowse is looking like the new David Beckham. Danny Ings is looking like the new Harry Kane. Um, it's a bit. It's, he's going to be a big. He's going to be a big bloke. Is he out? Yeah, he's out for about six, four to six weeks. I didn't even know. Yeah, he's uh, knee and he's got to have knee surgery. Oh, they really need him as well. Oh, you did it again. <laughs> Where are you? Where are you? Although I've kept Shea Adams in my fantasy squad, um, I believe in him, and I think he'll, you know, take that role of goal scorer for Southampton in uh, Danny Ings' absence. I but hope. I don't think he will. He gets so many chances, and he should score loads of goals. I'm so unsure on it. <laughs> I'm so unsure on it, but it's it's one of them ones, isn't it? I I personally think that. Danny Ings compliments him and that's why you see the best of Shea Adams. Mm. I think without Danny Ings, I think he'll return to a almost slightly more lacklustre self, mm. um, you know, with his wasteful finishing and whatnot. I, Danny Ings brings that presence and he, not just that, but Danny Ings brings defenders away. They know how much of a, how much of a threat he is. Yeah. And not to be too patriotic about it, but uh, six of the, not six, what, how many goal scorers were there? Six goal scorers, five of them English. Yeah. Yeah. Looking good, Euro 21. Get them on the plane. Get exactly. Them on the plane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Um, any other goals, games from the weekend? Um, I guess the, the big exciting one looking ahead to the weekend was Manchester United Arsenal. Turned out to not be a very exciting game whatsoever. Shocked because Man United were involved. It's always the way, isn't it? When a game is hyped, it's always the way. Mm. It's it's really interesting because uh, even Arsenal fans don't seem too excited about it. It wasn't like Arsenal thrashed us. We were definitely the worst team, and Arsenal were the better team. But equally, there wasn't there just generally wasn't much to take away from the game. Arsenal were just a bit better and won with a penalty. Boring. Really boring. It was a it was 
it was a, it was almost like it was a tactical affair, but nobody really wanted to throw caution to the wind. Mm. And I think because of that, it just it left a lot to be desired. I think Partey is maybe one takeaway. I mean, we we knew Partey was a good player, but he sort of hit the ground running with Arsenal, and somehow he's made El Neni look like Gilberto Silva. Um, El Neni, one of those players that you know, those players that you get that are at a club for a period of time and don't play for so long that you forget they're at the club. You just assume yeah. they've gone to like Dinamo Zagreb or something, and you might see him in a Champions League group match. But oh yeah, he used to play for Arsenal. But no, he's still there and he's still playing and he's looking good and keeping out Xhaka and Ceballos and Torreira and yeah. It's mad when you when you put it like that, like. <laughs> yeah. I I think that again it's it's a it's a system thing I think he fits the system because ability wise he's getting the best out of himself using that system because with if it was just down to ability he wouldn't be in that side mm-hmm. um, he doesn't show a great a great deal. Mm-hmm. Um, there's better players in the centre and midfield than him, but it works. How long it works for, I don't know, but it works at the moment. Mm. Do you, um, who do you think, I know it's really early, six games gone, is it? Six games gone now? Yeah, uh, seven games in. Seven games in. Who do you think will get top four? Because obviously, like I said, it's such a scrambled league. Do you think there'll be any surprises for top four? I think the usual suspects will be in and around. And by the usual suspects, I mean, obviously, you've got your Liverpool, um, Man City, Chelsea, Tottenham, Leicester. I think, although we've had a bad start, Man United will be fishing. Tottenham will be around. I think the the one team at the moment that looks like they're going to potentially break into that top six or whatever would be maybe an Everton. Yeah. Um, I know they've slipped off a little bit, but they, they definitely have some quality players. Um, like I said, Southampton are the most informed team right now, but I can't see them, especially if Danny Ings is out for a period of time. I don't see him keeping it up for too long. I think the difference is like a lot of teams can go through periods of good form, but a team with quality turn that form into consistency and I think Everton have invested in that quality and might have yeah I think Everton will, will potentially break the top six and look, in, look to get into the Europa League next season top four I don't know you're right it is too hard to say and it's hard to be unbiased about it because I really really want to say Man United um, which is probably irrational because it doesn't look like they're capable of it but I want to believe they're capable of it Um Tottenham. It just, go on. It's just, it just feels unrealistic. Mm. Um, and don't get me wrong, they could go on a barnstormer again, and you know, pick up ten wins on the bounce and chuck their hat back in the ring for you know top four. But I just feel as though whilst you're holding on to Solskjaer, it's going to stay mediocre, mm. and top four isn't mediocre. Mm. Yeah, I hear you. I think Tottenham's an interesting one. 
I mean, they, they won at the weekend. Who was it? Was it two one against Brighton and Hove Albion? Um, Gareth Bale scored. Uh, yeah. Uh, was that? Did that make you happy? It sort of weirdly made it, me happy. It did make me happy. I've and I'm gutted I missed it in real time as well because I was kind of waiting for it to happen mm. and I and I see on Twitter that he had scored a header and I was gutted. I um I like Bale. And I think I like it more because the the whole Real Madrid saga. And I don't have anything against Real Madrid. I just think that they are this global phenomenon, and he's almost gone. Well, if you don't, you know, I'm not bothered. Mm. <laughs> See you later. And I kind of feel like that's quite refreshing. Yeah. Um, and not just that it's also a bit nostalgic mm. yeah definitely reminiscent of, of Bale back in the day when Tottenham had players like Modric and Van der Vaart yeah, Peter Crouch Crouch yeah um, yeah the, I completely agree with you that the mistreatment of Bale such a a fantastic player who, you know, as we said in the previous show, scored more goals for Real Madrid than Brazilian Ronaldo, got more assists for Real Madrid than um, David Beckham, pretty much single-handedly won some cups for them, um, including scoring amazing goals in Champions League final, you know, Zidane-esque. Like, he's been unfairly treated considering what he has done for that club. Um And because of that, you just want him to go elsewhere and really succeed just to kind of prove to Real Madrid you should have treated him better. He's a legend at your club. Um, It's just a shame it has to be for Tottenham. I kind of like it. I kind of like this for Tottenham because, again, it's that nostalgia thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think I'd have the same feelings if he had joined to United. I feel like because it's Tottenham, it's a it's fun do you mm-hmm. know what I mean it's like oh yeah he's back like rather than you know joining the United and be getting oh that you know that that again makes them a threat mm. um, is it yeah. too equally we're talking about it maybe being too early to say but um, a couple of teams at the bottom of the table have failed to register a win whatsoever. Um, if you were to ask me, I would probably suggest that the current bottom three might remain the bottom three come the end of the season, which is West Brom, Sheffield and Burnley. Um, there's something about Fulham, I think I said at the start of the season or before the season started, that Fulham will be in a relegation battle and if they do stay up, they'll finish 17th and marginally stay up. And it looks like that might be the case. They have a little bit of fight about them. Adimola Lookman. You know what I mean? Got that little bit of fight, whereas West Brom, Sheffield and Burnley just all look crap. I'm I'm with you about West Brom. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm completely against you with Fulham. I think Fulham will go down. Real. Mm. I don't think Burnley will go down. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they miss Ben Me. Mm. Ben You. Ben 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 You, yeah. Ben You, Ben Me. <laughs> to me, to you. Ben are um, you. And we 
with you know some of their injuries that are coming back, I think that it'll make them more defensively solid, which is the basis for anything that they do. Mm-hmm. And so, if they can get back to doing what they do best, which is defending, I don't think they'll have much of an issue. Mm-hmm. I think Portsmouth can once again become a bit of a fortress. I think they're a team that misses their fans. Mm. To be honest, yeah. Um, so Sheffield United, I don't know. It's, it could be second season syndrome. It's so hard to tell with them. Um, but West Brom and Fulham are my two definites. Um, Not Burnley. I'm, Burnley, are, Burnley at the very foot of the table. No, because I, I think they'll be all right. You don't think, think they should ditch Deitch? No, no, I don't think they should. Um, I think that they'll they'll come good. They'll be safe. I think Fulham, West Brom, and then you're I'm struggling for a third. I said West Ham at the start, but they're proving me wrong. Mm. Um, maybe Sheffield United, maybe, but it's so. It's so hard to sort of gauge an idea. Especially with this kind of crazy start to the season we've had. Exactly. Exactly that. Mm. I, I don't, you know what I mean? I can't remember another season where it's all been, you know, the shock results. and <sighs> it's, it's mad. The only other one that might, that might fall into that category, potentially is Brighton. I think they'll be all right as well. Yeah, I think I, I tipped Brighton to potentially go down. They, they still don't feel like a Premier League club to me. They still feel like one of those clubs that's like randomly come up from the championship, but normally are like 100% a championship club. You know, you get them clubs, what clubs are like Brentford, you know those clubs that just you feel will forever be in the championship. They're just a yeah. championship club. Um, whole city do you think that that is because we've grown up with them being in them leagues or do you think it's just the the way in which they play what do you attribute it to Um, yeah I think it's a mixture of both of those things but I, I also think they don't really have many sort of sort of players that you can imagine on the front of a magazine do you know what I mean like every team has like Premier League players um, so much so that like if they are to go down you always say oh yeah well they're going to have to leave and they're going to have to like Bournemouth did Bournemouth you know sold quite a few of their players because they were Premier League players I don't think Brighton actually have that many Premier League players I think I think you know you could argue I know he's getting on a bit but Adam Lallana um, Lewis Dunk Dunk's good, um, yeah. Neil Mope. Mm-hmm. Uh, no pay, no lay. No, no pay, no lay. <laughs> Tarek Lamptey. Oh, Lamptey's quality, yeah. But he's so young, I feel he's one of those players that will, even if they stay up, move on at some point. Yeah, yeah. No, and I think you're right. Um, Dan, I want to talk to you about fantasy football. But with that, I want to, I want to shout out my housemate, Max who had an excellent week on fantasy football. Um, I'm just getting the league up now to see how many points he managed to get. Um, but there was one moment where all of his outfield players, so obviously you have 11 starting players, so all his outfield players, all 10 
excluding the goalkeeper, there was one point where all of them had scored a goal. Um, and I think the only players that let him down might have been Hyungmin Son and uh, I can't remember the other two. But he managed to get 86 points this week. Um, so I thought I just wanted to shout him out because it was a, a very good, very good week for him. Bastard. Son Hyungmin and Cleach were the only two that didn't score. Everyone else scored a goal. We are, um, we're not doing too great, are we, buddy? No, I had, I've had a terrible run of weeks. Out of 34 teams, I'm down in 29th and you're not far ahead of me. 23rd. Oh, you had a steady week. You didn't really move in the table. 49 points? That's not great, really, is it? No, it's terrible. Did you forget to change your team? No, I didn't. This is the thing. This is the... Uh, I kept Rodriguez in. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that, no, there's not anything that I've, that I've done. See, I actually forgot to change my team this week, which is which is my excuse. Um, and I didn't have a terrible week. I mean, I got 51, which is better than I've done in previous weeks. Um, if I was going to change my team, I would have brought in Rhys James, who did get six points, which I would have benefited from. Um, but I didn't bring him in, which is really annoying. I have got Kai Havertz, who's just tested positive for COVID. Um Ooh. So I need to replace him. And I think I might go for Will Zaha or Jack Grealish. Grealish has been, I remember a couple of weeks ago, I put Zaha in because I thought um, Crystal Palace had a nice run of games. Um, I also made him my vice captain. Um, but Grealish has been my rock. Got yeah. me 15 points over the last weekend. I want to go, I want to go Jota, but I just, don't, I, I don't feel like he's guaranteed to start. Against Man City. It's a big game. Like in general. In general. I know he's going through this run, but it's exactly what I said to you, isn't it? It's how many times can we play all four of them? And yeah. who is, and they're not going to drop Salah and Malame. Yeah. I think it's going to be difficult predicting kind of which Liverpool players to put in because because you have this like huge squad now, I think there's going to be a lot of squad rotation. Obviously, it's going to, you're in all competitions still, obviously, so it's going to be a very congested um, season. And yeah. I can see a lot of squad rotation. Um, as like, you know, Man City famously have over the last few years just rotated quite a lot. Yeah. It's, it's difficult. It's difficult. Mm. I um, but yeah, I don't. I don't really think that we should talk about fantasy football until one of us stops embarrassing ourselves. To be honest, yeah, it's a bit peak. Like considering it's our league and we're yeah, both yeah. right at the foot of it, it's it's really peak. Um, maybe it's worth just giving a shout out to whoever's at the top. Sorry, I've just closed the tab, um, but I'm going to open it back up and see who's at the top and give them a shout out. Uh, unless you've got it in front of you there. Oh, no. I have, I have. It is uh, Sam Walker. Oh, Sam! Congratulations, just got married as well. Who's what? Sorry, who won it last year? Um, was it Luke? Luke Semple. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, where's Luke Semple this year? Honestly, I'm learning tips off Luke. Give us a shout out. Give so- us a little. <laughs> Shout out Luke if you're listening. So Luke is the kind of guy, he, I went to uni with him 
and he had this like small laptop not even laptop what do you call it notebook you know those ones that are like as big as a a phone basically and he always used to have it on his lap like just all the time and he was constantly researching things I think that's his thing. He's like, we might be having a big chat in the in the common room about sport or something, and he'll just verify everything that's being said. So yeah, he's a yeah. He, like should, he should be Man United manager, I think. <laughs> can we can we call him Bielsa from now on? Luke Bielsa, <laughs> he'll yeah. like that. <laughs> Luke Bielsa, I'm a fan. We normally um, call him North Wales. Yeah, because he's from North Wales. But yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, your imagination runs wild with you, sir. Really <laughs> wild with you. Um, Shout out the shakes in our league, i.e. Sahel Shake and Adam Shake, who uh, sit bottom and third from bottom in our table in our relegation zone. Yeah, shake cheers. relegation, relegation shake. Cheers for that, boys, because it makes us look better. Yeah. So we appreciate you. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I had. One final debate I wanted to have with you. Yeah, hit me with it. As we are watching the Champions League. Yeah. Who do you think will be the furthest English team? Who will go the furthest? Yeah. And who do you think will win it? Um, that's, you know what? I'm not sure if I'm saying this just because they're on the screen in front of me. But given the squad they now have, I could see Chelsea having a really good run. Even if they don't have a good run in the Premier League, I could see them knock out games. I could see them turning up maybe. I don't know if I'm just saying that because they're in front of me. Um, but yeah, maybe Chelsea. I think Man City just have a a knack of underperforming in the Champions League. Yeah. It's like Guardiola's bogey competition. Um, yeah, I see Something just tells me it will continue to be. Um, Liverpool at the moment I can't really see Liverpool losing many games but just based on the fact you lost to Atletico last year I just feel like oh maybe I don't know yeah Yeah, I'm always hesitant to say yes because I feel like it puts a a target on our back and I'm almost a little bit superstitious personally (laughs) I can't see anyone beating um, Bayern Munich for a long time they're just they're incredible and they're relentless they beat teams like six seven goals like most other teams would be like right let's put it take it to the corner now and pass it about let's just control the game no I'm going to score more goals and I'm going to celebrate in your box (laughs) they they are they are relentless Mm. In the sense that I thought Salzburg was going to get a get a decent result yesterday, and then they just hit three late goals. Yeah, they've got some some depth in their squad as well. I really like these um like Taliso, um is it Lucas Hernandez? Yeah, Kimmich's quality. Kimmich, um, Kimmich, Kimmich is like the best right back and defensive midfielder in the world. Like Tammy Abraham's just scored. Sorry. It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. That guy, yeah. Like he is. How can you be like the best in the world in both in two different positions? And Leroy yeah. Sane is only just getting started as well. Why? Well, 
I read somewhere that the drop-off in City has coincided with Leroy Sané leaving. Like City were at their peak when they had Raheem Sterling and Sané on each wing. Oh, absolutely. And, and you get it, don't you? You yeah. get it. Yeah. Like, that is a thing. I um, I think it's real interesting. I, I'm with you with Bayern. I think Bayern will win it again. Mm. Um, I think they've won, like, 13 Champions League games on the bounce or something like that, which has never been done before. Wow. Yeah, um, incredible. The furthest, I think, will go the furthest. Who, Liverpool? Yeah, I think so. I think we'll go the furthest. But I like what you're saying about Chelsea because it's weird. You know, when they say that you have a team or a squad more suited to the Champions League, I think theirs is more suited to the Champions League. Mm. So, um, and they seem to be sorting out their defence a little bit. They don't seem to be as leaky at the back. So, you know... A team that can score goals in this stable at the back is always going to be a dangerous team. Yeah. And as we speak, they're 3 0 up and uh, attacking with, with force, with meaning. Raw force. I find it really funny as well that uh, Rennes, 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 how have you said it? Rennes. Uh, pardon my yeah. uh, le français. Um, yeah, they obviously acquired their long handed keeper, Mendy. From Rennes. His hands are a joke. But what's He's really funny is they've replaced him at Rennes with a player of equal stature. <laughs> Another really long, bold headed black goalkeeper. Yeah. He, honestly, he is a handyman. <laughs> he is hand. He should be called Handanovic. Ah. Oh, <laughs> Handaniesta. Ooh. Andreas. Is that what he said? Andreas. Ah, <laughs> oh, Dejan Handovic. No, that's shit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's rubbish, and you can, you can get rid of that from the edit. I always do that. Terrible. I just Absolutely. do a shit one. I'll be late because we've got a penalty to make it 2 1, by the way. Oh, here we go. It's hotting up in uh, our group. I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's all we've got time for, folks. I think, I think that's it, but you know, it's, you know we, we always uh, appreciate your time with us. Um, Anyone that wants to join the fantasy league, Silas, yeah, you know, they they can do at their peril because obviously we're going to beat them. Um, would you like to uh, read out the code? I would like to read out the code. Um, the code is P Y I R R O. Can we um? Can we get some of them famous phonetics on them, please? Phonetics, yeah. Uh, what theme are we going for this week? Uh, well, shall we, shall we go for... Um, hmm. I think we should go for cartoon characters. Cartoon characters? Yeah. Um, KP. Um, for Paddington Bear. Paddington Bear. That's a great one. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> y. For Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear. You're good at this. Mate, I've got a son. Yeah, it's not like you've got a young child or anything. Yeah. Um, I for... Um, oh, no. Uh, oh, Tinky Winky has a T in front of it. <laughs> why, don't, why, why don't we just say Inky Winky? Inky Winky, yeah. Inky Winky, yeah. R for... Um, 
Ronald McDonald is not a cartoon character, is he? Ronald McDonald? What about, um... Raichu. Raichu, yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. We've got another R. We shit out here, haven't we? Um... Rayman. Do you remember Rayman? Rayman? It's more a PlayStation game, but oh, it's a PlayStation game. Rayman. Good yeah. shout from you. PS One thing, and O for. Uh... This is so much harder than it should be. It really is. Olga. Oh, who was the girl from Sixty Four Zulane? Mate, like I've watched 64 Zulane. The theme tune is sick though. 64, 64, 64 Zulane. Banger. <laughs> <sighs> that's going on the sh- that's going on Spotify later. Um, <laughs> Onyx. Onyx. Bomb. Yes. There we are. Onyx like there a carbonics. Kids, remember Onyx. Yes. <laughs> um, and on that note. We'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. We look forward to the uh, the last round of games before the international break. Nice one, bro. Mm-hmm. See ya. Catch you later.